gotta like wake myself up dude i was like <laughs> i was like asleep almost and i purposely turned my phone on loud because i'm like all right if matt still wants to record i'm totally down dude you could have totally just said no no because we were supposed to do it yesterday yeah i know dude i was like in bed and i was about to close my eyes and i was like shit we were supposed to record tonight and then i looked at the clock and it was like one in the morning and i was like we'll figure it out broship a non-romantic pairing of two characters together it focuses on their relationship as friends or occasionally as real blood related brothers <laughs> welcome to broship we are back john how you doing i'm all right what is this episode is this nine now Dude, we got to stop counting because I have no clue. <laughs> I think the last one was eight. So I, I, I make think, this yeah. one nine. If <laughs> my math's correct. Um, yeah, last one was eight. We, if, if you haven't listened to episode eight yet, definitely go check that out because we have a pretty cool announcement there. Um, but in the meantime, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Broship Podcast. There you go. You and got it. You can also follow our personals. All that is in the description below. If you also want to leave us a voicemail, please kindly do. There's also a link in the description below. But until then, here's a great episode for you to fill your your long days of quarantine. Transition sound to like the actual episode. <laughs> it's like, whoosh. That little intro is like when you land at the Orlando airport and then you have to you have to take the monorail to go get your bag. <laughs> We just needed to transport you to the actual episode. We had to get the business side of it out of the way. We did the welcome. We said, check out the last episode, which is, you know, promotion for a promotion. Um, We told them about Instagram. We We told them about voice messages. Uh, You can email us if you'd like. And if you want to send us money, we will also put my Venmo below. Just for the fun of it. Uh, yeah, definitely not opposed to that at all. Please send us money. So, since our last episode, there was a holiday. It was Mother's Day. So, to all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day. Belated week later. Also, wait, hi. I, I'm pretty sure Mother's Day was before our last episode. Well, we recorded it. Before Mother's Day. Right. Did we? That feels so... If you are a mom, happy Mother's Day. How are, how are we already off the roof? It's been like a minute and a half into this. <laughs> oh, man. We're, 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 great start. Yeah, on real. Like, oh. let's just, let's hit the reset button. But uh, um, no, to all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day. Also, sup? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Speaking of Mother's Day, I got a story I was thinking about today. Okay. So t- today was like gorgeous. I wake up and it's like 70 degrees. It's sunny. Thank God. I, my mental state needed that. I, I, I have been aching for a nice day for the longest time. Actually, yesterday was nice too. But yesterday I had a project to do. So today I had nothing to do. I wake up, I make coffee, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to skateboard a little bit because everyone has their own form of meditation, you know? Some people actually sit down and meditate. Other people like to read. Some people like to draw. Some people, you know, meditate through working out. 
my version of meditation and mindliness is when I skateboard. So I'm skateboarding today and I just kind of skate aimlessly and then I pass a house. A house that didn't exist in my mind for the longest time and I remembered something. Oh boy. Long, long time. I was still in high school and my brother had this friend or my brother's friend his mom was a mess of a human. Yikes. Okay. Def- had a kid, definitely way too young. She was definitely a young mother, which everyone, you know, if that's your thing, good for you. This woman was not prepared. You know, she was a divorcee. She was psychotic. Her kid was a total brat. Just a total mess. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. So I'll never forget. My brother was over that house once and I had to go pick him up. I drive over to the house and I knock on the door because my brother didn't have a cell phone yet. You know, this is a long time ago. And his, the kid's mom answers and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm Nico's brother. I'm here to pick him up. She's like, oh, yeah, come in, come in. And it's like I've met her previously. So I'm in this woman's living room and she tells my brother that it's time to go. And she's like, so, uh, you know, how old are you now? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, 16, you know, or I must have been 17 because I was driving. I'm like, 17? She's like, Fucking wow. right. She's like, you've gotten so old. You're getting so old. You're like a young man now. And I was Fucking like, right. I guess. And she's like, that's crazy. And she's like, so uh, you got a girlfriend? She's like, yeah. And at that time, we've been dating for like two years. I'm like, you know, we've been dating for like two years. She's like, oh, that's amazing. Now her mother comes out and thank God. And she goes, what are you asking this boy? <laughs> I see her face just get bright red. I want to get out of there. <laughs> and this is just a memory I totally forgot about until I saw this house. And I'm living, and I never really thought, I was definitely uncomfortable but I never really thought too much into it until this morning. And then I was just like, she was like, she wanted it. She was, she was willing. Yeah. To ca- she want. she was willing to catch a charge. Yeah. Well, no, she, yeah. no, I was 17. Yeah. So that's the charge. That's illegal. No, it's not. No, it's not. Since when? 18. Since forever. Not New York. What's the age of consent in New York? 17. No way. Yeah, man. Type it into Google. Look at that. 17. All right. I take that back. She was not willing to catch a case, but I'm sure if I told her I was 16, she'd do the same thing. <laughs> I can confidently say I was about half her age. And I just wanted to, I want to just put it out there now to anyone listening. I was not into it at the time, nor am I into it now. The, re- the reason why I brought up Mother's Day was not for this conversation, but we <laughs> have had this conversation about when you get put in those moments where you're like, this is definitely what was about to happen. Yeah. And like, for or the what most they're part, attempting to make happen. For the most part, like, we're, we're just wrong and we're, we're like, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. That situation sounds like, that sounds like something that, you know, a guy might have seen a time or two in uh in the late night video. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not I'm not gonna get that's, too that's, too in depth, but yeah. You know. But I was genuinely taken back by this and the, you were the first this is the first time I'm saying it. 
because I'm like, I don't even know who to tell about this, but I feel like this personal conversation one-on-one with you right now that no one else is going to hear is the time to let this air out. I'm definitely, I, this is definitely uh, the type of stories that you come to me for. Yeah, exactly. And absolutely no one else. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready for the obscure stories and, and everything like that. And to stroke yeah. your ego. Yeah. And of course, like I said, absolutely nobody is going to hear this. Well, <laughs> the reason why I brought up Mother's Day <laughs> is because as we were giving uh, my mom gifts, I realized it's kind of weird to not have a song for every holiday that we celebrate. So like my mom, listen, I'm only saying this for context. I'm not saying this. I don't want anyone to to think, you know, even higher than they already do of me or anything like that. My mom, you know, since quarantine happened has been asking for, you know, she's, she's been, been having a little uh, hankering for a cake, Sure, you know? So, so what does, what does John do? Um, you know, make sure that there's gluten-free cake mix at the house. My mom's gluten-free, so is my my younger sister and my younger brother. You know, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not I'm not a hero. I'm just a normal guy. And then <laughs> I go out and I make sure that I get um, you know, some fantastic frosting, funfetti. I don't know if you've heard of them. Pretty good, pretty good flavor. I don't know. I, if I would say so. A flavor, but you know, <laughs> solid flavor. So you know night before mother's day you know mother's day eve so i call it my mom retires to bed what do i do i'm slaving away i'm cooking i'm i'm baking a cake you know whatever this motion is this is this is <laughs> it's a cake baking motion yeah shake waiting it um <laughs> i'm out here i'm doing it i'm measuring things out i'm like this has to be even this has to be even this has to be even set a timer 45 minutes boom 350 good to go start watching a doc <laughs> And then I wait and I let it cool off and then I frost it and it was amazing. It was an amazing looking cake. It looked like it actually wasn't amazing looking, but it tasted pretty good. That's all that matters. It doesn't have to be pretty. It just has to taste good. And, you know, again, I'm not doing this so that people acknowledge what a great, you know, child I am or what a great guy I am or anything like that. I'm just doing that for context. Of course. Um, so, you know, you don't have to worry about that if you're listening. Um, no need to compliment me at all. Um, but yeah, she wanted a cake. So I, baked her a cake for Mother's Day. And then I realized there's no ceremony. Like there's there's no like Mother's Day like ceremony where you sing her a song or anything like that. You know what's funny? And this is one of those times that I swear on my life, this is a this is totally honest, but this is entirely true. And you and I once again were on the same wavelength. So my brothers my brother's birthday is May 10th, which this year fell on Mother's Day. Happens every Ooh. couple of years. It happens often. Yeah. Yeah, it's like leap year. Yeah, exactly. You just got to be ready for it. Yeah. And in this, you know, and of course, it's like my brother turned 16. You know, it's a big one. You're supposed to get your learner's permit. And of course, my mother being the self, self, selfless woman that she is, you know, she wanted to make sure that the day was as special as him as possible. She got him a funny shirt that talked. It said like quarantine 16, like just, you know, totally ignored the fact that it was Mother's Day and took it upon herself to make sure he had a good birthday. So we she makes him a cake and we light the cake. We all sing happy birthday. And of course, I, we acknowledge that it's Mother's Day as well. We got her flowers. We got her a card. 
And as we were done singing happy birthday to my brother, I start singing happy Mother's Day <laughs> to my mom. <laughs> and everyone stares at me. No one picked up the cue to keep going with me. I'm just sitting there in my, in my kitchen singing happy Mother's Day. And I don't want to say that's why I'm the favorite child. But I'm just saying, in this case, I think you and I just both prove that one, save wavelength yeah, all yeah. the time. But two, I think we are just the best people in our households. Uh, you can speak for yourself there because I'm, I'm not even – there are six people that live in my house. I'm not even six. Like, <laughs> I'd, I'd, probably put, I'd probably put my two dogs above me there. But See, I proudly um, call myself the golden child. We have, like, an alarm system, and everyone gets their own passcode. So my mom and my stepfather get a little text whenever the passcode gets put in. And I changed it so that when I put my passcode in, it says golden child has locked or unlocked the door. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like the, uh, maintenance IT. (laughs) Um, whatever they need, but it's fine. Free rent. I can't complain. I love my family. Sure. But yeah, I, I think it's a little weird. Don't get me wrong, I'm not going to sing Happy Father's Day. But like, there are Christmas songs you sing on your birthday. Yep. Uh, Easter's kind of a thing that like... I guess in church they sing. Yeah, but even I personally that, wouldn't like, you, know. You're, but... you're not... <laughs> me neither. You're not really celebrating <laughs> like Easter like that. Like solo, one-on-one, like gift-giving holidays. Yeah. I feel like there's not enough songs. It's there's really he- just Happy Birthday. There's even a Thanksgiving song. And I'm not talking about the Adam Sandler one. I didn't know that. Fun fact, Jingle Bells is about Thanksgiving, not Christmas. It was originally written as a Thanksgiving song. Didn't know that either. Now you know. I still hate Christmas music. I'm sorry. That just that it triggered me and I just realized that I hate Christmas music again. That surprises me. I feel like you're the type of person who would really enjoy Christmas music. Nah, I hate it. Really? Except for Biebs. <laughs> of course. Mistletoe? Mistletoe is so <laughs> fuego. Oh, my God. I listen I listen to Mistletoe, and I know we did the debate, but Mariah Carey, uh, just put those two on repeat, and then I'll be, I'll be good to go. All but, I want for Christmas is you is by far the worst song, period, to ever exist i would rather listen i would rather listen to 12 straight hours of monk throat singing than listen to that song once i I can't believe that we're getting back into this in the middle of may but the song simply having a wonderful christmas time best christmas song ever one of the worst songs ever written christmas song ever (laughs) like bottom three top three Right, right by Dominic the Donkey, which is also that's a, a fun great, song. Actually, yeah. that's, that's actually a very fun. It's song. like don't make me come at you. Top three Christmas songs right now. I can bang off the top of my head. Uh, Last Christmas by Wham, because duh. Wonderful Christmas time, Paul McCartney and the Wings, and then third, uh, the Red Snoopy and the Red Baron. Don't know who sings it. Great song though. Snoopy and the Red Baron. Yeah, it's like Christmas bells, those Christmas bells. That one. Banger. Yeah, no, no. Oh, you're so wrong. Mistletoe, all I want for Christmas is you. And uh I don't know. Let's throw in uh 
Let's throw in Frosty, just because I like the guy's deep baritone. <laughs> Dude. I could not disagree with you more. That's all right. That's the whole point of this. One second we're literally the same. The next second we're literally the complete opposite. And it's always, it's just always dangerous when we disagree. I just feel like it's music mostly. It really is mostly music. I think that's where we differ the most. Which is fine. Sure. I'd say so. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, what have you been like kind of crushing during this since you're home and everything like that what have you truly been like binging the hell out of in what sense just have you seen anything new or anything like that um so not really i've been okay i've been very busy recently like this last couple days i've i've only really been free since uh what's today the 16th so since like four days ago before that i've really had not had too much free time um i think a big thing for me is one just kind of working out as much as possible so i guess kind of binge binging some physical activity i haven't really yeah yeah um i haven't really been able to start a new show uh i actually that's not true i did watch too hot to handle oh how's that you haven't seen it yet no. Dude, okay. I'm going to give you an assignment right now. Watch Too Hot to Handle before the next podcast because I would love to discuss that with you. Um, okay. As far as Netflix dating shows go, it's not Love is Blind, but it's up there. And the thing is, I started watching Too Hot to Handle and I hated it. It was absolute trash. But somewhere like around episode two, after episode one, you want to know what's going to happen next. But somewhere around episode two, you start to care about these people and everything changes. So I guess that, besides that, it's like a lot of TikToks. I hate Love is Blind, but I love it. Yeah, it's the same thing. I'm not a fan of dating shows, but the thing is, quarantine just makes everything a little bit better. That's true. You know what I mean? Uh, there's some. The last time I enjoyed a dating show was, I think it was called Dating Naked great show awesome concept uh canceled after three seasons not surprised besides that i've dropped off dating shows completely love is blind came out watched that enjoyed it but i kind of think that two out to handle is a concept that's even more extreme than the whole idea of proposing to someone you've never seen before in just content sense um it's just like eight or 16, like just rockets, both men and female, male and female rockets. And they can't do anything with each other. Right. Zero physical contact, no kissing, no sex. Um, basically they start, they start out with a hundred thousand dollars in a prize pot. And anytime someone breaks the rules, money gets taken away. It's pretty intense. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, definitely watch it. And I'm curious to see if you... There is one aspect of the show that bugged the hell out of me from okay. the first minute to the last minute. I'm not going to tell you now. We'll come back to this after you've watched it, and I'll see if you picked up on it as well. Technical or... I'm just going to say production value. Okay. 
Too Hot to Handle kind of sounds like a perfect show for like me. Not that I, not that I fancy myself to be attractive, but like, I would just be so shy and so like self-loathing. I'd be like, I'm no one, <clears throat> none of these people want to come near me, so I'll be good. <laughs> there, there's a moment, two of the guys, total bromance, and uh, I just, I just sit there. I'm like, yeah, this is us because all this drama is going on, and then these two dudes are just chilling and messing around with each other. I'm like, yeah, that, that, that would be John and I. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know any of the names, so I'm not going to pretend, but like, I would just be like, guess all of you are, all of you beautiful women are out of my league. I'm just going to chill with this, bro. You want to play chill <laughs> and drink some claws? I promise you, you could just throw a random name out there and you probably guessed some on the show. I was going to throw out a Tiffany. Mm, no, no Tiffany's. Kind of figured. Right. He's kind of going out of style. It's kind of weird. I just don't think I've ever met a Tiffany before. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, the reason why I brought that up is because I started watching a show or a documentary that I mentioned when I was making the cake. Mm-hmm. If you have Disney Plus, you got to watch it. It's the Imagineering. I've heard great things about that. Dude, it's so interesting. And I'm like yeah. such a nerd. Yeah, I'm such a nerd when it comes to stuff like this that I'm just like, whoa, that's... It's sick. It really, I, I got through the whole doc. It's six episodes. I got through it, like just binge it straight through. It's such a cool concept. Yeah. I think it, yeah, I think it's super interesting. Um, yeah, no, I've definitely been wanting to watch that. Another show I keep getting told to watch and I haven't given it a shot yet is Outer Banks. I refuse. It's officially on the I refuse. It's on the list. It's on the I refuse list. So, it 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 has piqued my interest a bit. I'm not gonna lie. My biggest issue is everyone's making a big deal about how the main character dresses. Um, you know, it's the backwards hat. He's got like the button up shirt that he only buttons about halfway, and then he's got like the shorts on. He wears his bathing suits out in public and whatever. And they all make a big deal about that, dude. I've been dressing like that my entire life. Yeah, and a puka shell necklace. I don't wear the puka shell, but. You know, he's got, like, the bracelets. He wears, like, a handkerchief. I don't wear that. But everything else, I've been dressing like that my entire life. I have a genuine feeling that I, myself, am a trendsetter, and usually by accident. So I also, no duh, I also have had that feeling with certain things. Okay. And for me personally, I'm going to list a couple things that I started doing a long time ago that has eventually come into mainstream style. Okay. Number one, I got my ears pierced back in ninth grade. Now everyone had their ears pierced, but the only earrings most guys were wearing in middle school and high school were diamond studs. Yeah. I hated wearing diamond studs. I thought they looked douchey. Still do. Um, I wouldn't wear them, but I'm also I did look like a douche. I won't lie. There you go. But I would wear like a black diamond. I had like, I had three piercings personally. So I had like, I would do like two black studs and I had like a hoop. And now recently I've started wearing earrings again. Um, and for one reason, one reason only. Back in high school, besides like this black studs, I would do the hoops. I would wear the, they're called huggy hoops. And they're like the thicker style hoop. 
and they clamp onto your ear and like I remember everyone would tease me for it because to wear like a hoop kind of earring was seen as feminine and guys are like only wearing the studs and like are you serious I see so many people nowadays wearing these earrings and now it's cool where did you get your ears pierced slash where did you buy your earrings from Pearson Pagoda center of the mall baby I got my ears pierced at the Poughkeepsie Piercing Pagoda. Yep. And I bought the majority of my earrings from Claire's. I got my earrings pierced at the Smith Haven Mall Piercing Pagoda. Okay. And the majority of my earrings came either from Amazon or Hot Topic. Okay. Spencer's. Spencer's was a big one for me. Dude, Spencer's is such a crazy concept of a store it is everything i love in a store i like to take my innocent friends to spencers but so that's my first thing and now i'm wearing them again because i missed them and now it's socially acceptable and people won't make fun of me as much even though i'm sure they still do number two checkered vans they were cool in the 90s and then they dropped off completely i started wearing them everyone's like what the hell are on your feet? And I'm like, they're Vans. And the only Vans you could really get away with are wearing, were wearing like the solid color ones, but I wanted to be different. And I thought they were cool. Checkered Vans. Still wear them to this day. Wearing them right now. Cup, fast forward. Why? I just, I don't know. I like to wear shoes. I don't take my sneakers off ever. Um, the thing is, this, this specific pair of Vans are so worn out that they're more comfortable than slippers. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, like I love these. I wear them all the time. Um, but so again, pretty sure I started that one too. And lastly, bleached hair. I bleached my hair at this point two years ago. And again, not many dudes were bleaching their hair. It was a thing, but like, not really. And then. I went to another extreme where my hair started growing out and I kept the top bleached, but I just shaved the sides. So they ended up just being my natural hair. It looked great. Again, everyone was like, what the hell are you doing? Fast forward the next summer, everyone's doing it. Even my barber ended up doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's a trend. You started it. That's what I'm saying. So that's like four trends right there. I started, I'm may sound like I'm guessing myself up and Hey, Maybe I am. I'm just saying that is uh, that when you see me wearing something a little bit obscure, take note and jump on it early because it's probably going to just pop off soon. Sick brag, dude. Fashion Sick prodigy. Brag. Now, I would like to hear what you had in mind. I only have two, and they both revolve, uh, they both involve Twitter, actually. Okay. So That the makes first... sense. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about, but already it makes sense. But yeah, go for it. The first thing was, um, they both happened like within the first, like two months of each other. First, I um, was talking to my friends and we were watching, I think it was the final four. And Jim Nance said folks like six times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to ir- ironically just work in folks into my <laughs> vocabulary. Like I'm going to use it as much as possible. So I started using, using it as, like every single day, calling people folks um even like tweets and stuff like that mm-hmm. so then like a 
I would say like a month after I started doing this, tweets are going crazy. Like anybody that makes fun of like uh, sports journalists or anything like that, basically the people that I follow, it's just folks, 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 folks. I'm like, I, I swear I started this. Probably didn't, but I thought I did. And the <laughs> other one was, um, oh my. I said that, that a lot. And I started saying it because I thought it was – I also got into another trend, but it didn't didn't kick. I'll get to that in a second. But I started saying, oh, my, with a lot of things. And then I look, and again, it's like everyone is saying, oh, my, to like food yeah, posts or, or whatever. I'm just like, you guys aren't saying that before. The last thing that didn't really stick was heavens to Betsy. Heavens to, <laughs> to Betsy. I'm still trying to get that to come along, but it, it, it hasn't. It hasn't come along at all. That's amazing. But, yeah, no. And the stuff that you've seen where uh i'll be i'll say something exactly like this and then um like when dave got uh what was it dave got oh my god it got renewed renewed i couldn't think of the word (laughs) (laughs) when dave got renewed for season two yeah and then we were talking to each other and i'm like this is the biggest brainer of no time and then boom i send you an article with the headline Biggest biggest yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just me. That's just me in a nutshell. Maybe one day I'll be able to harvest it for good, but <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. So, um, speaking of Twitter, I want to get your opinion on something. Okay, I would also like to get your opinion on something so this works out. Beautiful. Talking about Twitter today, guys. Uh, do you ever like, like contemplate tweeting something? You know, it's gonna be funny, but might be a little bit sensitive or insensitive i guess and then you tweet it and you don't quite get the response that you were hoping to get and people take you a little more little more literally than you anticipated so then you just delete the tweet uh i've i actually listen i have no shame in this at all i delete many tweets okay sweet so i'm gonna give an example um so I can I can I'm gonna I'm gonna say what the tweet was. It's already been deleted, but I'm gonna okay. say what the tweet was because I personally think this was funny. But I again, people took me a little too seriously. I tweeted, I want to invest in one of those really cool looking face masks, but I just know that the second I buy one, this whole pandemic's gonna be over with the eye rolling thing. And it's a play off of. Like, oh, I want to buy a nice jacket, but I know the second I buy a nice jacket, it's going to be warm weather. And I was hoping people would get that joke. So I know I, we should have, I know, I, I, listen, I get it. I got it. it. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. I use the eye roll emoji. I think it's a good piece of satire. It, 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 it comments on our, it comments on our current state of life. It's a little bit funny. It's kind of edgy. I don't think it's insensitive. I get people are dying, but this is life now. Um, I just think that... So one response was, then go ahead and buy the mask already, which they got the joke. I think they entirely got the joke because that was the joke. And then (laughs) someone close to us said something like, I have a feeling you're you're probably going to need that mask and then they did a treat yourself thing and they kind of got it too. But that comment got more likes than the original tweet did. So then I just deleted the tweet. <laughs> okay. So 
I think number one is if you didn't have the eye roll emoji, I think that tweet would have been perfect. Really? You think I should have gotten rid of the eye roll emoji? Yeah, because the eye roll is like, oh, why does this have to end? Yeah, like, that's, think, part of, that's part of the joke. I think right. the emoji lightens the... Nah, I think the joke in itself was there. And then you had the eye roll and it's like, it's almost like you're, you're pro-corona. Interesting. Okay, because the eye roll was supposed to be like a sarcastic eye roll. Because I don't think anyone actually uses the eye roll seriously. Oh, I fuck around with, with plenty of emojis, if we're going to be completely honest. Also, which eye roll are we talking about? The one where he's looking straight up and he looks nervous? Or the one where he's looking off to the side and he looks, like, annoyed? The one where he's looking straight up. Oh. See, I was thinking the one where he looks off to the side and he's annoyed. No, I think that one take that one's too serious. Because that one gets used that's, a lot. I'm that's thinking how about the I was thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking of the looking up emoji. I love using weird ass emojis, by the way. I do too. I, that one's one of my favorites, but I always use it in a sarcastic case. They have they. I don't know if they still have it, but I remember one time, I, I couldn't ever figure out how to use it. But they they came out with the Sea of Japan emoji, like it was, <laughs> it was like the map, and it was the location of the Sea of Japan. And I was like, I gotta figure out how to use it. It, I just couldn't work it in. The material wasn't there at the time. Technology's grown. So can, much ever since that day. Can I tell you a Mandela effect um, for emojis for me? Sure. I could have sworn. I can still picture to this day that there was a dabbing emoji. No. Yeah. I swear to God there was, there was one. I could picture it in my head. I literally see its yellow arms going across its face. Everyone else is like, no, no, there wasn't. I feel like I've used it a billion times. I went to use it one day and it wasn't there anymore. And in the person I was having the conversation with that I was going to use it, I texted them. I was like, they got rid of the dabbing emoji. And they were like, what are you talking about? There's no dabbing emoji. And I was like, I swear to God, there was one. And to this day, I think Apple needs to just put it back because I'm sticking to it. It was there. Dude, you're thinking about this, like this Photoshop thing? Maybe. See, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's basically what I'm picturing in my head. Yeah, you were thinking about this Photoshop that never actually exists with Apple. You know, you know what has still tripped me up to this day? What's that? The hand, the hand on hand one. That it's a high five, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's not like praying. I still use it as praying. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I haven't used anything for prayer because I don't. I well, haven't done that in a while. But okay, yeah, okay. You know, no, this yeah, isn't. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't. We don't care about your personal beliefs, John. I'm just saying. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, no, I mean, I don't think anyone uses that for literal prayer. I think it's more like, oh, I hope I did good on the test, hands emoji. Well, I think I think you had legs there with that tweet. I think if you took away the emoji, I still think that you would have been. Yeah, I don't fun. know. It just it just didn't do what I think I'd... I was expecting a lot worse, by the way. When you're like, oh. I... Uh, well, I mean, I could share one that I've tweeted and deleted that was probably worse. Nah, we've we've discussed the uh, the old Twitter purge where it's like uh, different me. Okay, this one I'm willing to share though. This isn't one that like oh, okay. needs to be off the record books. Again, I'm gonna see how you, I'm gonna all right, I'm gonna put I'm gonna preface this with I'm gonna see what your reaction is. Okay, and if this is something that you probably think shouldn't be on a long term, on a long term, uh, I guess accountable recording i'll probably get rid of it okay 
please excuse this interruption of the Broship podcast. We have, in fact, decided to redact that conversation, so I guess you will never know. Sorry about that. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. I, I went full dad mode yesterday. Yeah, what were you building? Yeah, so I was keeping Snapchat updated. I decided that I want to start my own herb garden. And, you know, I want to grow some parsley, cilantro. You know, I've been cooking a lot. I, I love to cook. And I was thinking how cool it would be to have my own herbs. And Sick. the thing is, I have three dogs, so I can't just plant these in the ground. They will get peed on, stepped on, and eaten. Yeah. So I need to get something elevated. And right now, it is next to impossible to purchase a planter box. True. One, they're mad expensive. They are they range from like for a big one. The one I built was six feet by two feet. To get something that size costs upward of $150 plus. They just go up from there. Yeah. And every single one you won't get till mid-June. So I took it upon myself to go to Home Depot, wait on a line for 30 minutes to get into Home Depot. And I bought my own wood, my own uh chicken wire. I got the screws, everything. And I personally, myself, along with some help from my brother, built my own planter box. Shit, man. So, yeah, I not only decided to start gardening, but I did some woodwork for that garden. I used power tools. I didn't cut my thumb off. I did hammer my middle finger once. I okay. bled a little bit. But besides that, we're good. Did you, uh, did you grab anything out of the oven too quickly and burn your hand? Nope, did not do that. Okay, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, you know, you know what is a dad superpower that I haven't uh, harnessed yet? What's that? Being able to tell the length of something, like being able to tell is is this like you you need to you, I need it to be like three feet away from the fence. I'm like yeah. I I don't know what I don't know what three feet is. I need an actual measuring tape to do that. So like can I can't eye it. So can I tell you, I've never been able to do that, but when it came to picking out this wood, I literally, I knew I needed, I needed two boards that were going to, or four boards that were going to be six feet and four boards that were going to be two feet. I walked up to the thing, uh, some wood and I looked at my brother and I was like, that's perfect. That's eight feet. And he's like, how do you know? I'm like, those are eight feet planks. And he's like, you sure? He's like, yep, let's get them. We get them. And then I cut them perfectly. I cut the first one six feet and I measured the six feet, of course, but you know, there's always like a little bit of give and take. And I didn't think I was going to be able to use the extra two feet. Just, you know, it might've been off a little bit. And I looked at it and my brother's like, yeah, there's no way we're using that. I'm like, no, that's two feet. He's like, no, it's not. I'm like, that's a two foot plank. <laughs> he pulls out, he pulls out the, the, uh, I was going to say ruler. <laughs> he pulls out the tape measure exactly two feet so for that moment and that moment only i was able to harness that harness that power okay i'm still trying to learn that one it's, it's the only time it worked for me never again only, will I do that. Uh, and I, at any time anytime my dad asks like oh does this look like it's about three four feet i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah and the worst is when they're like does this look like this is like like almost six feet because i'm like 
if I laid down right here, would it yeah. be like how far away would it be from my head? Hundred percent. The worst. I think we've had this conversation. Dads love giving instru- uh, not instructions, directions. They yeah. get a kick out of giving directions. My dad, I'll call him, and you know, if I'm going to like a family member's house, I don't really know how to get there. Hey, can you send me the address to so-and-so's house? Oh, yeah, you hop on Sunrise, you go east, get off at this exit. You're going to want to go a mile down this way, take the first right, and then about half a mile to a mile and a quarter, it'll be around over there. I don't know what half a mile is. I kind of don't either. I think that I think I'm actually better at doing that than anything really? else. I can't do that. And not for nothing, if you start telling me directions, I've probably like zoned out at this point because I'm typing the address into my phone. I use GPS to get somewhere once and then I never have to do it ever again. Same. Which as long as sick. I do it once, I'm good. I yeah. have I have great directional skills when it comes to being somewhere I've already been. I think I have a photographic memory when it comes to going places. Yeah, that's the thing. So tell me if this is how it works for you. I don't necessarily. This is also going to be a riveting subject for our listener. <laughs> they might, they might agree. They might disagree. I don't necessarily remember, Oh, it's this exit or it's this street, but I'll just be like, Oh yeah, it's by the house with that weird fence. That's when I turn right. Like that's how it works for me. Like I see the house and I see the fence that sticks out to me. I'm like, that's when I turn. Nope. How's it work for you? I would be the worst person to kidnap because turn by turn, I will know exactly where I am. I am, I, I'm Liam Neeson and taken, just not racist. <laughs> like, like I am phenomenal at knowing where I am, how to get back. I don't understand the city at all. Like not a lick. And then really? I started to figure it out. The city is the easiest thing to navigate, though. Uh, listen, we don't have to get into it right now. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> at one point, I didn't understand it. <laughs> sure, sure. And then I realized, oh, the numbers go up, the numbers go down, and then the numbers go... Left and right. Up or down, depending on which way you go. Yeah, it's um, a grid. East, west, north, south. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked it up. I picked it up. I'm but, glad you did. Um, no, like for, you, like for you, I went to your house in December... Yeah. And I went to your house a week and a half ago or mm. whatever. Socially distant. I was able, yeah, I was able to remember how to get to your house from December, six yeah. months later, almost. Yeah. No, I could definitely do that. Um, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I just, my memory just works by association. So I would be, I, I will go on record and say I would have been president of the United States had I used one my ability to understand what like four and a half five feet looks like just by (laughs) eyeballing it and two using my photographic memory in like school for like things that were important not how to get to someone's house or Chili's in Farmingdale I will say I was having this conversation with my brother the other day I was um I was having like a big brother moment and I was telling him those are fun right my favorite it's so great. And basically I was telling him cause I was joking around. I was saying how like I was never the best student. Yeah. And I was like, you know, but if I actually tried, I'd have a four row. And I genuinely believe that, but I just didn't try. I, I put, I just put more 
focus and time on doing my extracurriculars than actually focusing on my classes, which I don't necessarily regret, but also I wish I was graduating with a higher GPA. But, you know, I'm joking around and saying how, yeah, you know, it doesn't really matter and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? And I thought for a second, I genuinely believe if I tried in school, I would be graduating with a 4-0 because I think I probably could have. So I sat, I was, I sat him down after we were done laughing and I was like, you know, just make sure you try. Like, I get it. It's fun to goof off. And I just felt so proud of myself for having that realization and then be able to project that realization onto him before it was too late. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what makes me such a phenomenal older sibling is the fact that I've come very close to just completely fumbling <laughs> fumbling my life. So sure. I know I know exactly what to tell my siblings not to do. And yeah. Bang on, Matt. I'm just like, you know, I know it sucks. Like whatever subject you're struggling with or you don't care about, yeah, it sucks. Just get it done. Because exactly. I was kind of the same way, like high school, um, not so much in college, but like elementary school and high school, I was like, if I don't even do anything, I'm going to get like high 80s. See, so it was get, different like, a... for me. Hmm. Like elementary school and middle school, I was a tryhard. And then high school hit. And, and you got was... stuffed in a locker because you were a nerd. Not, not necessarily. Um no, I just like, I just stopped. I, I realized that like, as long as I do okay, it's cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I, my, I think if you like talk to one teacher, their opinion of me could be completely different to another teacher because like a history teacher would say really great things about me. And then a math teacher will tell you I'm the worst student they ever had. So honestly, I'm glad that you brought this up because I was thinking about things and this kind of goes back to the documentary that I was saying that I was mentioning before. Yeah. I think history is so much cooler than people give it credit for. Dude. I love history. Like it's cool to go to Disney world or Disneyland and like just go and experience things. Right. Yeah. But to like know the history behind it, what caused this gigantic empire and like a lot of people might not have known that Disney almost was like bankrupt and had to become like whatever other company would have bought them. Like there's a million things that go into just your, I don't know, summer day at magic kingdom that yeah. you don't even like think about. And that happens it. all over. Like when, uh, when I went away to Williamsburg and like, don't get me wrong. I love, I love like roller coasters and shit. So my family and I went to Bush gardens, but like, we also went around uh, like colonial Williamsburg. It was yeah. Sick. Like learning That's things, so cool. hitting your head on like this, the ceiling because people were so short. Everyone was like four foot six. <laughs> it was dope, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yo, I would have been a King. I would have been a, king. everyone would have been swiping. Right. What's instead, crazy? Of, instead of six foot, it would have been like, if you're five, six, Hit me up. Five, six or taller, hit me up. And I would have been like, swipe right. Dude, what's crazy though, and speaking about history and stupid facts that are fun to know, in a time where everyone was on average like five, 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 six, George Washington was still like six, one. Like the dude That's kind of, yeah, it's powered kind of over people. It's kind of ballsy. Like I would have made him the first teeth. president of America too. 
Fun he fact. He had wooden teeth, though. Here's he another fun fact. They weren't wooden. They were the teeth of his slaves. History. Is George Washington problematic? <laughs> uh, someone say yes. <laughs> um, if you're anti-slavery, I guess the answer is yes. Which we are. Of course. We're going to put it on record. We are. We're no, not heroes. We're we not, are heroes. not heroes for coming out and saying it, but. But we feel the need. It's necessary to put on record that us at Brewership are anti-slavery, and we would hope that our listeners follow suit. I have a, I have an incredibly hot take. Dude, it better not be on slavery. No. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it's, on, it's on George Washington. <laughs> Shoot. Everyone, like, everyone just accepts him because, like, we're American. Kind of a bitch move to, like, learn all the secrets of the British Army and then just use that that's and taxes. switch sides. Kind of a bitch move. I'm all about loyalty. I think that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're a traitor. That's cool. I don't know about that, but here's my deal. George Washington was Benedict Arnold with more clout. Yeah, but Benedict Arnold screwed over his own people. So did George Washington. George Washington wasn't British. Checkmate. You got me there. Boom. This just turned into a history podcast. This is how diverse broship is. I don't know where all of this has come from. To, before, before you give us this, this little history lesson, it's one in the morning on now a Saturday. Yes. And we are so tired, so shot. Before we even hit record, Matt's like, do you have stuff? I'm like, yeah. We've gotten to one thing, and that was a Mother's Day thing. Like we are all over the map. I love it. I love these episodes. I feel like this just shows our uh, uh, ability to just make things yeah. up as we go and it be great content. Because yeah, every episode of Broship is an A plus. First A plus I've ever gotten. So there you go. Like, let's be honest here. Let's uh, toot our own horns. Have we had a bad episode yet? Besides episode one, <laughs> I would say season two has been phenomenal. Season two has been solid. Once we came back in season two, season one, okay, we are the office. Season one, <laughs> that, that was, you don't even have to say anything. That was the perfect, perfect explanation. Season one, good, not great. Season two, you're in for a treat. Season one, we didn't even, kind of similar with the office like we didn't even set anything up we just threw a lot of things at the wall and nothing Dude. stuck <laughs> and then season- we're like all right time to rebuild season one consists of two episodes because the third yeah. one we recorded was so bad it wasn't usable i we talked we've been talking about this a lot i think since we just did a watch along yeah we should do a listen along and it's our first podcast i would love to do that that's going to happen. That will 110% happen. So we'll make that work. Go to Anchor, go to Instagram, let us know if you would actually like that because I feel like that's a such a terribly fun idea that we could we could actually just roast ourselves which would be Yeah. super. It's like what we're best at. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hating uh, myself? 
Oh, so good. If that was a subject, I would have had a four zero. <laughs> okay. I want to change the topic because I actually do have a topic I'd like to bring up. If okay. you were willing to divulge. Divulge was not the right word. Yeah, like hop in, ingest, take in. It's not divulge. What does divulge mean? Divulge is the opposite. Divulge is like you share. No. Yes. I'm going to look that up. Oh, my the God. The second time we have to bring up Google today. Divulge is like when you tell a secret. Make known. Oh, well, you look at that. So... <laughs> I just want to go on record. I just want to go on record. I was right. <laughs> I was right. That's what I am. Um, anyway, if you'd like to jump in. Okay. Partake would have been perfect. Partake. But... What I've been using divulge wrong my entire life. <laughs> wow. I, I use that word a lot too, in my opinion. The one thing worse than being in trouble with your own parents is to be in trouble with someone else's parents. Because my parents already know that I suck. My friend's parents don't necessarily know that. Have you ever gotten in trouble with someone else's parents? I have something so much worse. So, so, so much worse than what you're talking about. What's that? When you get into an argument with your significant other, and it's like it's like a bad one, mm-hmm. like so bad that like the family ends up knowing that you guys are kind of are in a bad argument. That sounds that that sounds brutal. Yeah, that 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 feels like a point of no return. Yeah, no, I I returned, and then really? well, briefly. <laughs> <laughs> That is so much worse because that's rough. Then you go into the house and like the like you know the whole family knows that like yeah there was, there was a disagreement between the daughter slash sibling and you're just like yeah uh, I don't I stand by what I said. <laughs> I personally am lucky enough to have never had that situation happen to me. Really? Um, yeah. No. I uh. Okay. Yeah, no, I've luckily enough have haven't, or as far as I know, haven't. Okay. But the reason I bring this up is because I personally, as as a younger person, I was always seen by parents as the good friend. Yeah. So I was always like the one with the level head, and in reality, I was the friend being like, "Let's jump off the bridge." But in front of parents, I'm I'm like really good with parents. Parents tend to like me. Um, I have in when it comes to parents, I have kind of an old soul, so I'm able to click with them. They like me a lot. Same. In middle school, once I was at a friend's house, and we found matches. I already like it. Thank you. So we're in his basement, and we're playing with the matches because you know when you're in middle school, fire fire is fun and dangerous and cool. The thing is, the scent of matches does not go away, especially when you're in a basement. Bro, but it's such a dope smell. I love it. However, it's an incriminating smell. <laughs> yes, it is. My friend's mom comes downstairs and asks if we want lunch. Immediately smells the scent of these matches. And, of course, she asks, were you guys playing with matches? 
And my friend, no, 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 no. And she looks at me because I'm the good one. And I look at her dead in the eyes. And I was like, the dehumidifier over there was making a funny noise earlier. Do you think it's overheating? Ooh. Bold, right? That's one thing I've never done. I've never lied to someone else's parents. Yeah, but I didn't want to get in trouble. And she's like, that's not the smell it would make. And I was like, I don't know. That's the Oof. only thing I can think of because we definitely were not playing with matches. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a tough spell there. She goes over to the dehumid- dehumidifier, which happened to be a little bit warm. She unplugs it, goes upstairs, calls her husband, and says, where did we buy this? It's overheating. We need to return it. Got out of it. To this day, no clue we were playing with matches. You got to tell them. I don't even know. I don't even talk to them anymore. I, at this point, it'd be fun. It'd be a great story. Like, I wish this was like a family I stayed in touch with because that'd be so great to be like at their house for a barbecue one day and just be like, oh, remember that time I forced you to return a perfectly fine dehumidifier? That's like me. Um, like you, <clears throat> you wait a little bit, you know, you turn 21, you, you don't bring it up yet. Mm-hmm. Then you turn like 23, 24, and then you can start joking around with your parents a little bit about the fact that, you know, you were from a different state for <laughs> for a couple of years of your life. Like, that's how you would be able to bring it up. You yeah. could be like, yeah, so is your dehumidifier de- still working okay? Because we were playing with matches that day. Like, we that would be, yeah. be a lot of fun. We found matches and we were playing with fire in your basement. But I will say, parents love me. Like, I don't know yeah. what it is. I, I wish people, I've, this has definitely been something I've said on, on these airwaves. I wish people our age liked me this, the way that their parents do. Like, yeah. parents think that I'm sweet, funny, adorable, cute, uh, polite. Um, they're not wrong. It's just they have a different lens that, yeah. you know, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'll get there. Um but I get along with moms swimmingly, mm-hmm. and dad seemed to to be very fond of me too. See, I could see you. I can see like moms like. I could see you getting along with the dad before getting along with the mom, and this isn't like going into that like your dad joke, but like I can see a mom still liking you and thinking, "Oh, he's a sweet boy." But I can see you totally broing down with anybody's dad. I I do bro down with anyone's dad. Yeah, no doubt about that. But when it comes to moms, since I have two sisters mm-hmm. and a mother of my own that I love dearly, sure, I also try to make it a point to take interest in their day, their life, As their entrance. Yeah. So um, it's not just like you know, chilling with the dad. Hey, we're growing some T bones. I don't know why I got southern there because <laughs> that was weird. But yeah, no, it's like, a little bit uh, like Hulk Hogan, like, <laughs> brother. <laughs> I, I've like baked with um, with people's moms and stuff like that. I've yeah, yeah. No, I, listen. I, the person that I am around other people's parents is the greatest version of myself. Yeah, I I I could dig that. Again, I I don't act that way around our bosses, and they could they. 
like could fire me. They do payments and stuff. The thing is to me though, way. yes and no, because I personally feel like you have successfully created a great relationship with at least one of our bosses. True. So I think you, I will one. I'm just going to say you're a personal human being. I don't think there's a thing. I can't think of someone who genuinely knows you for them to have any reason to dislike you. That's a hard, hard disagree from my end, but I, I know it's a hard disagree on your end. I could see, I can see you like, I can see, and this wasn't my case at all. We hit it off immediately. We've talked about this a thousand times, but I could see you coming off strong to some people and that, like making them a little hesitant, but I think once anyone gets to know you, it's impossible to not like you. I I think that that's true. Like, I would say that that's true. You are extremely personable, and I think it also depends on how willing you are to let them like you. Because <laughs> I think that that's also because like, incredibly true. If, if you genuinely wanted someone to like you, I have zero doubt in my mind that you'd be able to get them to like you. Probably. You're just you're, you're you're just like I don't know. In my opinion, you're easy to get along with, and that's easy for me to say because you're one of my best friends. But I don't see why you're not everyone's best friend. I guess is what I'm trying to say. What's weird is that like I don't number one is I definitely don't entirely see that. But number two is I'm like I'm like the guy that people come to when they need like advice or whatever. Yeah, but then that's it. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. But like certain people, um, like I, I, when I was working like retail and stuff, there are people that I, I'm in contact with or whatever. And it's just like, I'm having a meltdown. I need you to give me advice. I'm like, okay, yeah. what do you need? And then there are other people like you, um, the, what, what are they now? Are they the coworker, the intern, the intern, new hire, the assistant? uh hr department we need one of those they, they are so our version of toby 100 percent. that's or or, Ga- toby. or jerry nah i like toby yeah codename toby all right so like there's you there's toby like um that it it if you need advice or anything like that i'm there and then there are people that like are still like, oh my god, bro! Like you're my best friend, bro. And I'm like, I don't like they fall into that category of like, if I want you to like me, yeah, you'll like me, and if I don't, then you won't. Dude, they I um, yeah, I find myself being a lot of people's go-to advice person, and I I kind of bring that back in a lot of my friendships and relationships with people. I play a very big older brother role, like always. Yeah. Um, like most of my friends at one point have said they seen me as like an older brother type. So I get that a lot. Um, and then I also definitely have people the same way you were saying, like I have people who consider me a closer friend than I consider them. Yeah. And they'll be like, Hey, what's up? You want to hang out later? And I will give them every excuse in the book. Why I can't. Can't I'm building a, uh, elevated, flower box it's actually a planter box but yeah close enough whatever <laughs> yeah no you gotta hit him with that um yeah. 
but yeah, no, I mean, you know, I don't, I'm at the point where I'm just like, whatever. I appreciate the compliments though. There's nothing worse than when someone like pours their heart out to you and you're just like, I always do the thing where it's like, I have to match this. So whatever you say to me, I have to try to match it. So if you're telling me all these beautiful things about myself that are false, yeah, I have to try to match that. <laughs> and I never do. So as my brain is just churning for something to like match what you're saying to me, it ends up being more like, thanks. <laughs> so I turned I turned it I turned it to the avocado kid. <laughs> I have a friend who I think anyone, everyone who knows him agrees he's like the nicest human being to ever walk. Like he, I went to college with him and he was the closest thing to a celebrity at that school. Everyone okay. knew him. The faculty loved him, staff, students. He was friends with everyone. If you were his peer, his professor or the custodian, like he knew you and he knew everything about you and he had meaningful conversations with you. And I was lucky enough to call him the close friend. Still am. And he will just hit you so randomly. Like, we'll, like, be talking. And he's like, oh, dude, I miss you so much. I'm like, yeah, dude, I miss you too. Um, By the way, have you seen this movie? And he'll be like, oh, yeah, I love him. This director was great. I'm like, dude, yeah, I aspire to be as good as him one day. And right there, we'll click in his mind. He will send you a paragraph of why you deserve to be better than that director, why you're going to be that person, why all like, it's just right there. Compliment paragraph. And in person, he always gets me, destroys me. I just sit there and I'm just like, I have nothing to say to this. This is amazing. I'm just like, Tom, I love you. And that's all I can give him. Um, but when it comes to like texting, I literally will read this paragraph and I will sit there and dissect it and then turn it back against him and start typing a paragraph at him. And our text conversations just turn into paragraphs. Of I have been in that. I think I've been in that with you as well. I'm pretty sure we have. Where it's like, it goes from like, yeah, did you see this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it was sick. And then next thing you know, it's just, it's, it's almost like, a passive aggressive war of like, let's see who can say the nicest thing here. It's just yeah. like, oh, and it's hate, so frustrating. Hate... Yeah, it gets me mad that I have to compliment you now. So I'll be like, oh, you son of a bitch. You are the greatest guy that I've ever had the pleasure of knowing in my entire life, fucking asshole. And I think you have such a bright future ahead of you. It's so true, though, because you're getting mad at this point. You're just like, take the goddamn compliment. Don't say anything back at me and just say thank you. All I'm looking for is thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. I want you to end it. I want you to end it. I don't want you to come back at me. I hate myself. I am <laughs> I am discount. Like, I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the clearance rack of marshals, <laughs> like, which is – such a funny place. If you ever go to the clearance rack of Marshalls, Marshalls is... scares me. Oh, really? It's over. It's it's just overwhelming because it looks like a normal department store. But there's like, if you find a shirt that you like, it's only in that one size. So you're not gonna find it anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. It, 
I'm like, when I walk into a thrift store, I'm totally prepared for that scenario. But in Marshalls, where it looks basically just like Target or Kohl's, I can't fathom that. It it it, it gets me all sorts of confused. I can't deal with it. Dude, there's nothing funnier than seeing like, um, like a Jeremy Lin size six XL <laughs> Knicks jersey at Marshalls, right next to like uh, a Knicks colored, like blue and orange Lakers baseball jersey. It's just like, what the fuck, dude? I was at a Marshalls with my mom once, and I remember I saw this pair of shoes. And the thing is, like, I was always the kid who wore Vans. But, yeah. you know, there's, like, a point when you hit, like, middle school where, like, shoe game is important. And this is, like, and I think shoes have become more and more important in just style and wardrobe and in conversation. Like, there's such a community around shoes. But around sixth grade is when that started in, like, my life. And I saw these shoes and they were at Marshall's, and in my mind, these were like the cool pair of shoes. They looked kind of like basketball shoes. They were bright colors. Looking back on them, they were so ugly. I think they were Nikes, and they were like a size 13. Okay. Like, that's dramatic, probably. They're like a size 11, and I was in middle school, so maybe like a size like seven and a half. Yeah. Um, but I thought this is what cool shoes were supposed to be. I begged my mom to buy them. They were way too big for me. Begged her to buy them anyway. She's like, there's no way these fit you. I'm like, they do. I promise they fit. It's the weirdest thing. Like my foot grew four sizes. Um, <laughs> I wore them the, ne- the school the next day and I got, okay. In my mind, it was being roasted, but that was because, and to this day, I'm so self-conscious about things. So people were seeing me wearing something that weren't Vans and they're like, oh, what's on your feet? And that could either be them saying, oh, wow, I've never not seen you in Vans before, which still happens to this day. Like if I go out in anything that's not Vans, I get questioned. But now I've accepted that's just because that's a part of my, that's like my identity. I'm like, I wear a lore. Yeah. I'm, I, like, I look to the right of me and I see all my shoes. And besides like two pairs of boots, it's all Vans. Um, I got so roasted in my opinion and I looked like a clown because they were so big. It totally turned me off to that style of shoe. And to this day, I think that's the only reason why I still wear Vans. But between that and it happening at Marshall's, I just can't deal. (laughs) So um, I have one shoe thought and then I got to give the the quarantine stoner thought. (laughs) I Um, love how this used to have such a specific name. (laughs) It has just the quarantine stoner thought. (laughs) Um, I don't even know if you'll remember this company, but I was going on a cruise with my dad and for whatever reason, my dad would take, um, my older sister and myself on a cruise, but my mom would be the one that would pay for like my clothes and stuff for the vacation. I didn't Mm -hmm. really understand it, but whatever. Cause it's not like I wouldn't go on vacation with my mom. Yeah. So, um, I remember we were going away and I never skateboarded, but I saw a pair of blue of red, white, and blue high top sneakers with a gigantic tongue. So I'm like, I got to get those. Those are sick. They were 
I don't even know if you'll remember the company. Osiris? Oh, do I remember the company? Of course I remember Osiris. <laughs> it was oh like... Oh, my God. Gigantic tongue, and the font was like uh, like graffiti. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then they had, like, uh, I don't even know how to... It was, like, shiny mm-hmm. on the tongue also. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember walking around the cruise. I'm, like, I don't know. I'm somewhere in middle school, so I'm, like... <laughs> I'm just walking around like I'm the coolest guy on this ship. No doubt about it. <laughs> Bar none. I'm the coolest guy. I'm walking around in shoes that a year later I'm like, these things are so trash. Yeah. They're not comfortable. They look ridiculous. You can they stick out like a sore thumb. And uh it was before my my now skinny jeans rocking where I I would almost try to like hide the tongue over yep. my under like the boot cut jean <laughs> and it didn't work dude i've been there i look at pictures of me before wearing skinny jeans and i question everything yeah but the thing yeah. is that was the style at the time too because it was i definitely yeah. started wearing skinny jeans again i started wearing skinny jeans a little before everyone else and i'll definitely i'll contribute that one to the style of music I grew up listening to because that that was like the emo you know I wore skinny jeans because of that before it became but dude whoever let us wear big cuff I can't do it no I I'm so happy that like my worst piece of of wardrobe is either a dare t-shirt or a Simba t-shirt and both of them are big fire. I don't care Dude, what anyone says. Those things are big fire. Your dare t-shirt is fantastic. I love your dare t-shirt. Me I too. I love your dare t-shirt. That's so great. <laughs> I remember so many people. I I wouldn't say I got roasted uh when I sent out No, I got roasted when I sent out the Snapchat to mm-hmm. people cuz I got it cuz I was going to my buddy's um he was having a birthday open bar party in Hoboken. Yeah. So I bought it. I sent Snapchats out there like, why did you buy a dare shirt? I'm like, cause I'm going to an open bar. They're like, yeah. you're an idiot. I'm like, whatever. I get to the bar wearing a dare shirt. So I get to the bar wearing a dare shirt. The amount of people that came up to me and they're like, are you really wearing a dare shirt at an open bar? I'm like, yeah, they're like, that's fucking hilarious. It's so good. I love it. I think, like, stuff like that, I think, is the best. It's great. Because it, it, it's, one, it's ironic. It's me. It's yeah. me to a T. It's content. Like, sure. I wish I wish I had a format before just to show it, because that's content right there. 100%. It's me being an idiot, but also understanding, like, there's a joke to be had with me wearing a dare t-shirt out to a bar. Yeah. I I love it. It's a fire design. He's kicking a soccer ball. Dude, it's great. I, I love uh, that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I'm so happy that we never again have to wear um boot cut jeans with skater shoes <laughs> that have the tongues. gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> here's the uh, quarantine thought for guys who don't leave their room, or the stoner thought for guys who don't smoke. Whatever, I'm metro as fuck. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Oh, for I sure. Fancy, I fancy myself someone that likes to take care of himself. Hey, listen, we're in quarantine. It's okay. Sometimes your room is gonna be a little. Hey, 
maybe 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 you went a day or two without doing the laundry you know a little a little and you know maybe you've worn the same pair of underwear since quarantine started i'm not judging but i also relate i (laughs) (laughs) so all i'm saying is is listen you know we're staying in our rooms we're, we're staying home staying safe sometimes you know, there's a little funk. Not not a bad funk. I'm not saying out of smell, but sometimes there's a little, there's, there's a there's there's a you smell. You know, there's a John smell in my room. That sure. makes sense. Yeah. How do you get rid of it? You light a candle. Mm-hmm. Right? I love candles. I mean, that's but, what I yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. Because you want to know why? Because your metro is fuck. Oh, for sure. You're gonna laugh at this, and that's fine. I get it. I'm ready for it. How do candles run out? I think they evaporate. You know, I think about this a lot. Because when I, sorry, this is where my thought process goes. When you light a candle and the wick starts to burn and then the, the wax around the candle melts. Yeah. It dries, hardens, and then it should stay that same exact level. So shouldn't you just have a never ending candle? So no. And I'm going to, I'm going to explain the science behind a candle. Cause again, <laughs> I'm 25 years old. I need someone to explain to me the science behind a candle. It, it blows my, I don't know the exact science and I get where you're coming from because it confuses me too. And I question a lot, but the wick isn't the thing that fuels the fire. The wax is. The wax actually fuels the fire. So I think it gets burnt and it does in a, in a, in a comparative way, it evaporates. Uh, yeah so the wax is actually what burns it's the same concept like if you like ever miss the wick and you put the fire like you put the lighter on the actual um on the actual wax you'll see it spread for a second but i don't think it has the obtainability to like combust so the wick is like acting as the wick is getting burnt but that fire is being fueled from the wax shit I think. All right. It's something right. like that. All right. I now, thought I had something that where you were going to call me an idiot, but I'm happy that now that I guess I still am, but I'm happy that you're on the same wavelength as yeah. me at least. I'm going to I'm going to double down on this whole candle thing. Do you ever Do you ever just stick your finger in the wax and let it harden? Uh not with these candles. Yeah, I have like a super expensive like Yankee candle, and I'm not gonna like fuck around with those because yeah. like they're super nice. But I remember uh, when I was younger, I used to go to the Midnight Mass before Easter, I think it was, and they give you candles so that you light the candle, but they give you like this weird like disc around the candle, yeah. but it doesn't work because like your fist is like however wide but the disc to catch the wax is like just a little too small so it falls on your hand all the time so what i used to do was instead i used to turn the candle upside down and just let it drip into my hand and it was cool yeah but also it did hurt i'm not gonna lie yeah i i love to like burn the candle and then i'll blow the smoke out before the wax dries i'll just like put my finger in it and i'll just keep wax dipping it until i have like layers of wax on my finger and yeah it burns like hell at first but once you like it's like getting into a really hot shower like at first it's gonna hurt but once you're in it it's great yeah and then once you peel it off your skin's so soft and it smells like candle yeah it is that is sick that is my favorite yeah yeah but um 
yeah, that was that was my thought or question or whatever. And uh, God, no, you gonna say? No, you're gonna say something. Go for it. No, after you. What's my candle flavor scent? Flavor? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite flavor of candle? My favorite scent would have to be um, cotton linen. I think it is or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, like the clean linen. From yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. from Bath and Body Works. I dig that. Bath and Body Works is great. By the way, it gets such so a bad fire. So, so fire. Good. You can. They have dude candles now. By the way, dude. they have like like noir candles. So good. Oh, wait, wait, you know what? You know what? You know what? I gotta go on a rant. I'm sorry. I gotta go on a rant because I I, I got a little bit of energy that I can just say. Dude, I hate the way that the beauty and like cosmetic industry has us bamboozled. Because you know what? You know what? It's 2020. Yeah. It's 2020. We can do whatever we want. Hey, you know what? If I want to smell like lavender. Let me smell like lavender. Why is it that every single dude bar of soap needs to smell like charcoal, pine tar, whatever <laughs> else? Why does everything have to smell like dude? Why do I need to smell like leather? Maybe yeah. I want to smell flowery. I've been working in a garden since quarantine started. Maybe I want to smell like a flower. Is that wrong? No. Yeah, no. Okay, so I, yeah, I personally get, like, when my girlfriend's like, hey, can we go to Bath & Body Works? I get probably more excited than she does because oh, one, yeah. my I my favorite car freshener is the little you get the little circle thingies from Bath and Body Works. They have a little oil in there. You get tiki wood. Smells great. Um, it's, uh, it's it's teak wood. Teak wood. Whatever. <laughs> smells great. <laughs> um, my candle of choice because yeah, you said they have like those guy sections. My candle of choice. I got two of them. In the colder, in the colder seasons, pumpkin. Love pumpkin. Pumpkin anything. I know you're. I know you don't like pumpkin, and you're wrong for that. Pumpkin anything. My favorite. Colder seasons. Colder seasons. You have to get something cinnamony. Yeah, pumpkin cinnamony. No, I I I don't know what I have. It's like cinnamon, like pine. It's it's like that's a little too strong. Pine. I can't do the pine scent. Like it's too strong for me. All right, all right. Summer. Summer. Always, always, always Hawaiian breeze. Love it. Hawaiian. Yeah. I have a Hawaiian breeze air freshener. I have the little like glade thing. It spritz every 30, uh, 36 minutes. I have to turn it off when we podcast because you would hear in the background. Um, because we are not doing a 36 minute podcast. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's like shooting out some uh, scent right now. I'm too poor to buy a new candle because I just burnt my last one out. But for sure, when I come into some money, you bet your ass I'm going to go and order another Hawaiian Breeze candle because it just smells like summer to me. Damn straight. So there's, good. There's also nothing better than even if you don't, because I'm not going to lie, like it's hella bread to get a Bath and Body Works car freshener. Yeah. So even if you get like the pine tree that lasts like three days, mm-hmm. those three days that it smells phenomenal in your car, nothing better. You get See, so excited to get into your car. The pine trees give me headaches. Yeah, no, because it's just a donkey punch. Yeah, it's a donkey yeah. punch of, and See. they're like, oh well, if you just you're supposed to peel the plastic and have it hang there. I'm like, you you look like bad. A, you look like a poor. Yeah. <laughs> you ever <laughs> you ever get into somebody's car and they have like every single pine tree air freshener they've ever had like they don't throw the old one out they just collect them they just collect them yeah terrible i hate that 
that was such a weird time. Uh, I guess people are still doing it now, but yeah, I've the seen last it time that that happened to me was when I was in like high school. Dude, it was I like got, early 2010s. I got into an Uber once because of, and they had that, and that's what made me think of it. And I contemplated giving them zero stars. Of course, I gave them five because I'm polite and a gentleman. But for a second, I was like, I can just ruin this guy's day. And just the way he ruined mine. Yeah, it's rough. It's I, rough. I don't, I just don't need to see that. And in, in my opinion, while the smell eventually does go away, it never doesn't, it never fully goes away. So to have like lemon next to black ice, it just doesn't, it doesn't like fly with me. Black ice is the, is the best. Uh, yeah. That's the only acceptable scent. That's the only acceptable tree. However, they have some amazing deals at Bath and Body Works. You can get a bunch of those little discs for like, you can usually get like buy two, get the third one free, stuff like that. I just stock up. I have a billion of them in my center console. When one goes out, boom, put the next one in. And it always smells great. That's a smart move. I had something else, but then we kind of glossed over it and can't go back. So I think that this is going to be actually a good place to end unless you have something. I'm a little bit curious as to what we glossed over that you wanted to talk about. Do you really want me to go back now? This is going to add like 15 minutes to the runtime. Send it, bro. I get weirded out about the fact that there are elevators on cruise ships. Because it's like two forms of transportation on one thing, (laughs) and it fucks me up way too much. Like, way more than it should. You ever go on a treadmill on a cruise ship? Uh, No. When I'm on vacation, I refuse to work out. Oh, I like, I love working out on cruise ships usually, but a treadmill on a cruise ship, I was on the treadmill once and we weren't moving. We were like in port and we got back and it was like an early like port time or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to work out before dinner and I'm running on the treadmill, you know, getting some uh, cardio in and the boat starts moving. So I'm running forward, but I see us moving like left to right. And it screws me up. And I literally started running (laughs) like to the side because I thought I was going the wrong way and totally busted ass. That's fantastic. Yeah, but I 110% agree with your elevator statement. It bothers me so much. Like, I don't, it does go back to the Imagineering documentary because I saw, and I've been on a Disney cruise and I remember like, they have this, and I guess most cruises do nowadays, like you walk in and like the lobby or whatever shows like this glass elevator, gigantic elevator shaft. And I'm just like, this is crazy. This yeah. is crazy that we have two forms of transportation on the same vessel. Yeah. And for anyone that's going to sit there and be like, well, they have rescue boats. I'm like, they're doing the same thing. Like a rescue boat, you're not on a rescue boat while you're on the boat itself. No. But you could be on an elevator going up while you also go like, to the side yeah it's crazy. that's crazy like you're going north west i mean yeah northwest or whatever you're sure. you're kanye's kid basically for like a brief second can can i tell you something no okay then i'm all right bye